Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I first read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear when I wasn't ready to change anything in my life. I think I was hoping that by reading the book, I would find motivation to make some changes, but alas, I just wasn't motivated at all. If anything, after reading the book, I was actually demotivated. Like I was looking at how sloppy my habits had become and how my life was just on autopilot. And a friend recommended the book, and I saw the author was from just down the road from me in Cincinnati, Ohio. And being a good Ohio citizen, I decided I should start reading this book that everybody's talking about. But after reading this book, to help you make changes, I wasn't ready to make change. So here's the deal. If you're listening to this podcast and you've got a broken foot, a newborn at home, you've gained eight kilos and you can't stop eating ice cream sandwiches before bed, even though you know you're going to bed in like five minutes, but you still wolf down that sandwich anyway, maybe this isn't your time. Maybe you should go back and listen to another one of the other My Millennial Investor episodes and maybe that will inspire you to be a better investor. But possibly today's your day. Possibly today. Unlike when I had all those things going on in my life and read Atomic Habits, I wasn't ready to make changes. Maybe today is the precipice, the very paradigm shift you are looking for in your life. But if it doesn't land, just remember, it's your fault, not mine. Let's get into it. You are listening to My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. Let's get into it. So Atomic Habits by James Clear primarily focuses on the power of small habits and incremental changes to achieve significant results. That's what you tell your boss in the elevator on the way up to work. While the book is not directly about investing, many of its principles can be applied to the world of finance and investment. It can be applied really anywhere if you you try hard enough. Building habits, building good habits especially, is a very good process to get into. And we're going to tackle the top 10 takeaways from the book and then I'm going to Nick Bradleyify them and try to reframe them for our investing journey. Sound good? Great. Wonderful. Here are the top 10 takeaways from Atomic Habits. I read the book so you don't have to. Eh, you probably should read it. Maybe even in January because we all want to start the new year with new us. New year, new you. Anyway, let's keep moving on. The power of Atomic Habits. This is the first takeaway. James Clear argues that small habits, when consistently practiced, compound over time. Compounding, we'll get back to that. Instead of focusing on radical changes like I try every year, Clear suggests that the success comes from the accumulation of marginal gains. I talk about this a lot in cash-secured puts, right? I sell a cash-secured put, an option strategy. If you don't know what that is, go back and search the library of My Millennial Investor, and you'll find some episodes on options. I think there's one called How to Buy Stocks on Sale. In cash-secured puts, when you put up, say, $5,000 cash-secured to make like $10 that week, it seems very small and incremental. But when you look at $10 per week and you do that every week, you have $520 by the end of the year. And $520 on a $5,000 down is almost 11% return. So small changes compounded 
create big results. That's the first takeaway, the power of Atomic Habits. Second takeaway from the standard not investing strategy is creating a habit loop. Understanding the habit loop involves recognizing the cues that trigger a habit, both good and bad. The craving or desire for the habit, the actual behavior, which is the response, and the reward that reinforces that habit. And by dissecting and manipulating this habit loop, individuals can consciously shape their habits. If you know that you like, this is a bad example, but you like beer. Well, you don't get that pint of beer at the end of the day unless you have done your workout. So you're creating, even though it's kind of a negative habit, if you're going to drink beer, you're going to drink beer. So you might as well work out in the morning and then drink beer. Some people think that's canceling. I actually think it's a reward. So if I want to be able to earn my beer for the day, I have to get my butt out of bed earlier in the morning and do my workout, thus creating the habit loop and possibly a bad situation. Maybe I need to reframe that one. Let's move on. Identity-based habits. Clear introduces the idea that habits are not just actions, but reflections of your identity. Think about that. Habits aren't just actions, but they're actually reflecting your actual identity. By aligning habits with a desired identity, individuals are more likely to stay committed to the goals as they view their habits as an expression of who they want to become. If you start the new year by saying, I'm going to lose weight, that is a goal. And to make a goal more relevant, you need to make it more specific. So you don't just need to say, I need to lose weight. You say, I need to lose six kilograms. That's more helpful than I'm going to lose weight, but that's still just a goal that you need to then break it down even more. I am going to lose six kilograms by working out at the gym five days per week. Break it down a little bit more. I am going to lose six kilograms by working out at the gym five days a week. And at the gym, I will do the treadmill at speed seven for 35 minutes at a time. Those are all good things. But if you want to create an identity-based habit, you want to say, I am a person who works out. You tell yourself that you are the person that works out, not just someone who's going to try to lose weight, but it becomes your very identity as a person who works out. So therefore, it's not just... I am a slob who can't get my life together and I want to go work out. I am a person that works out. Therefore, I work out five days a week and therefore I do 35 minutes on the treadmill at seven speed because you are a person who works out. You've aligned your habits with a desire to be identified as that habit. Moving on, 1% better every day. This goes along with the compounding and what I talked about with cash secure puts, but the 1% improvement philosophy is about making small, manageable changes every day. This approach avoids the pitfalls of burnout and frustration that often accompany more drastic attempts at self-improvement. If you've ever seen the show Biggest Loser, you got these huge people, and I know I'm, I'm talking about losing weight because I think I'm getting motivated <laughs> as we come to the year end, but you have these people in the show, The Biggest Loser, these big, big people. They're four or 500 pounds, and they're trying to lose weight, and if they just set this huge goal of losing all this massive weight, you know, you can get bogged down, but if you, if you just lose 1% of 500 pounds, that's a lot of weight, and if you can do that, you can make 1% incremental changes every day, and those compound on top of each other. Einstein says that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. So don't try to change you all at once. Do 1%. How can I get 1% better today than yesterday? 
habit stacking. Habit stacking was one of the great things I took out of the book. Habit stacking involves integrating new habits into your existing routine. And by associating a new habit with an established habit, the brain can leverage those cues that you've already built on and the rewards of the existing habit to make the new one automatic. So here is a little example of habit stacking. Every single morning I wake up and I make 70 grams of coffee beans. I grind them up in my burr Conoco grinder. I put those on top of my Chemex coffee pot. I add 1,112 milliliters of water. I know, this is weird. I, you guys are like, wait, why is he talking metric? Metric is the only thing that I do, or coffee is the only thing that I do metric. So I measure in grams and I use milliliters. Let's move on. So I, I make this coffee every single day, and it's my version of Glee coffee. If you're on Australia, this is not a paid advertisement. I just love Glee coffee. Go get yourself some Glee coffee. So I'm drinking the Glee equivalent of coffee here in the United States, and I try to habit stack. I've already got this habit of I make the coffee and I get the reward. And now as I'm grinding the beans and I'm pouring the water over my Chemex to create the coffee, I have established a habit of habit stacking, and I do my grateful journaling in my brain at the same time. So I'm making coffee, and I'm excited about the reward, and then I sit there and I say, I am grateful for my wife. I am grateful for my son. I am grateful for my other son. And I've got into this habit of being grateful, having a persona, because I want to be a person who identifies as a person who is in the habit of being a grateful person. I've been going through kind of this grateful meditation while I make my coffee, and that is my habit stacking. It's not investing, so let's keep going. Environment matters. James Clear stresses that the physical and social environment plays a crucial role in shaping your behavior. Optimizing your surroundings to support positive habits and reduce friction for negative ones can significantly impact success. I forget who says it, but they say that you are the, you're the combination of the nearest five people in your life. So if you're surrounded by people who don't like investing, people who are afraid of the stock market, people who are constantly telling you that the stock market is a scary, risky thing, you're going to be less likely to succeed as an investor. If you surround yourself with a group of people, if you're listening to the show, you probably already do that. If you surround yourself with a group of people that all have a mindset focused on investing, you're probably going to be a better investor. Your environment matters. The plateau is a phase where it may seem like efforts aren't yielding results. However, Clear encourages persistence during this period because as the compounding nature of habits, as habits stack on one another, as you get 1% better every day, the visible progress often comes after a significant investment of time and effort. One day you think you're just working hard and hard and hard, and the next day you're explaining that thing that's been so hard to somebody, and they're like, well, how do you, do, how do you know that? You're like... I don't know. I guess I fought through this plateau and now I am no longer on the plateau, but I've become a professional. I've become proficient in this thing. All right, three more and then we'll get to the investing side. The two-minute rule. The the two-minute rule advises breaking down habits into tasks that take less than two minutes to complete. Starting with the small, easily achievable tasks makes it more likely that the habit will be continued. So that's kind of like uh, the snowball effect, if you will. If you have four debts and you want to get out of debt, you start with the smallest balance first, even if it's not the largest percent, because if you knock out that small 
balance. You you feel good, you get that quick reward, and then you can move on to the next debt and pay that down as well. The two-minute rule, you want to start with something smaller to complete so that you get that little dopamine hit, you get the success of achievement, and you move on. Focus on systems and not goals. Rather than fixating solely on the end goal, Clear suggests building systems and processes. Systems are the daily habits and routines that when consistently follow, lead to progress over time. And goals then become a natural byproduct of that system. The last one from the book, Atomic Habits. We talked about habit stacking. The last one is habit tracking. Tracking habits involves keeping a record of your behavior because this provides you a tangible way to measure your progress. I hate journaling and I do it very poorly and I'm trying to become a person who is a better journaler and I need to identify as a journaler if I want to be better at that. But when I do look back at my journal, whether it's an investing decision or just something in my life, and I see progress in that area, I feel very good because it creates self-awareness and it identifies patterns and it serves as a motivator by showcasing the effort invested in building those habits is paying off. So that was the top 10 takeaways from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. We're going to pay the bills real quick with an ad break, and then we'll come back and I will put my spin on this and I'll make it... Nick Bradley's James Clear's Atomic Habits Takeaways for Investing. We will be right back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, here are 10 takeaways from Atomic Habits that can be relevant for us as personal investors, people who are trying to grow our wealth, trying to create possible legacies for our families, people who are focused on living life on our own terms. Atomic Habits is a great book, and the first 10 things we just covered are very applicable. If you've never read the book, I recommend it. Here, kind of reprocessing this and going through, I've got 10 quick takeaways that can be more investor-focused 10 things that I've gleaned from Atomic Habits that can we can learn from as personal investors. Here we go. Number one, focus on the process, not just the outcome. Investing is inherently uncertain, and outcomes can be influenced by various factors that are out of your control. So instead of fixating solely on short-term gains or losses, concentrate on making informed decisions based on thorough research and analysis. If you're going to buy a single share of a company, you need to know what that company does. And when you feel confident that you're buying into a company and not just a number of a share price, hoping it goes up and not down, when you buy into companies, you're not worried as much about that because you know you've bought into a good company. So a robust decision-making process increases the likelihood of positive outcomes over the long term. Number two, make small improvements consistently. 
Consistency is key in both habits and investing. So rather than seeking dramatic short-term gains, as we talked about before, focus on making incremental improvements to your investment strategy. You could do this through dollar cost averaging. This could also involve refining your research process that you could be adjusting your asset allocation over time. You could fine-tune your risk management approach over time. Making small improvements for the long term can stack up and build to big improvements. Number three, build a systematic approach. Develop a systematic, disciplined investing approach. This might involve setting a clear criteria for selecting investments, which you should have. It could be establishing a routine for your portfolio review. Every quarter, I look back and I review X, Y, and Z. You could possibly look back and make sure that you're sticking to your predetermined rules. Have you gotten too risky? If you wanted to only have 25% of your portfolio in uh, high-growth tech stocks, was, has the growth of those tech stocks outgrown that 25%? Is it now time to reallocate your portfolio? A systematic approach reduces the impact of emotional decision-making, and it increases your likelihood of consistent, repeatable success. Number four, identify and eliminate negative habits. I am preaching to the choir here, folks. Reflect on your past investment decisions and identify any recurring negative habits. This will probably include impulsive trading, check, emotional interactions to market fluctuations, check, excessive risk-taking, check. I did all three of these things today. Once you've identified these, you now work on replacing these habits with more constructive ones and enhance your decision-making process. Yes, Dad, I will try. Number five, habit stacking for better decision-making. Habit stacking, as we talked about, involves integrating new habits into your existing ones. Well, you can apply this concept to investing. For example, review your portfolio after conducting research or setting aside specific times for financial education. This helps you anchor positive investment habits with the established ones that you have when you're already researching the market. Don't let your market research just kind of be a vain thing that you do. Start making buying decisions right on the back end of that market decisions because you're riding that high. You've, you've researched, you've made some good uh, educational steps. Now make it more likely to stick around by actually either reviewing your portfolio or making some purchases. Number six, optimize for learning. Approach both successful and unsuccessful investments. Things that you've done in the past, maybe you got caught up in super tech and you bought Peloton, the bike making company, and it was just a bad investment. Why did you do that? What were the factors behind making that purchase? Obviously, you probably got caught up because everybody was buying it. Kathy Woods was like, yeah, Peloton. And you just thought maybe this machine bike with an iPad was going to be around forever. Well, you need to regularly review your investment decisions to understand what worked well and what didn't. Use this information to continuously improve and refine your strategy. And then, like, write down, comment. You need to commit yourself to ongoing learning because it's vital in this field. If you're going to be a successful investor that actually cares about it. I mean, we're talking about investing. You're listening to a podcast, so you probably care about investing. Like, when I talk to a lot of my friends, they're like, just, I need the most basic, basic strategy to go forward. And you can easily find some target date funds, some select date funds, in some broad-based ETFs like the S&P 500, and you can just do it. But this is, you know, like when you're looking at atomic habits for investing, you're probably looking at individual shares or specific sectors and doing ETFs, and for that, you need to optimize your learning. Last three, number seven, you need to set clear and realistic goals. 
Clearly define your investing goals, whether they involve wealth accumulation, retirement planning, or other objectives, and then look at breaking these goals down into smaller, achievable milestones. And having a clear roadmap makes it easier to stay motivated, it makes it easier to measure your progress, and to make specific adjustments when needed. Number eight, surround yourself with positive environment. You're listening to the show. You're surrounded by a great community of people who are excited about investing. You might be involved in the My Millennial Money Facebook group. All great things. You need to engage with the community of investors and seek guidance from mentors who share your values and your goals because a positive and supportive environment can provide valuable insights as well as just someone to give you a safety net. When the bear market's happening and you're frustrated and you're like, should I buy? People are like, stick to your course, stick to your roadmap, keep going. A group helps out. A positive group helps out. A negative group is the opposite. Stick away from negative people as much as possible, I guess. Number nine. Use feedback loops. Implement feedback loops into your investment strategy. Regularly assess your portfolio performance, analyze the impact of your decisions, and adjust your approach accordingly because as you embrace continuous improvement with that mindset and you use feedback, specifically looking back at your like statements and your investment decisions, when things are going poorly, you need to say, why did I buy this stock. Like I've written down reasons why I would buy a stock or a share at the time. So when fit hits the shan, as they say in the South here in America, you can go back and go, why did I buy this? And then you actually go to your journal and you're like, oh, well, yeah, they had a great forward earnings ratio. Uh, their sales are going up. Their CEO had positive outlook and they're just in a little bit of a rough patch. No big deal. Things will go well. Finally, number 10, the Nick Bradleyified James Clear Atomic Habits Takeaway for Investing. Number 10 is be patient and embrace the long-term view. Investing, my friends, is a long-term endeavor. Trading is quick. It's risky. You make bad decisions when you trade. Investing should be easy, long-term endeavor. And successful strategies often require patience. Resist the temptation to react impulsively to short-term market fluctuations. When in doubt, zoom out. Focus on the fundamental principles of investing. Remember, compound interest is your friend. Time in the market is your friend. And maintain a perspective that extends beyond immediate day-to-day noise that you hear from the news. These principles are all interconnected, and their effectiveness often lies in the collection applied together. Thank you for listening in to a rambling man from Columbus, Ohio. My name is Nick Bradley. This is My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams, so you don't have to. We'll see you next week. This podcast is produced and published by Oregon Trail Investor in the USA. All information is for... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Entertainment purposes only. The brand My Millennial Investor is used under license. 